Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I'm your host, Jake Jabarelli, with my co-host, Blockchain John, on this, the 5th of February, 2023, with episode 483. As you guys can see in front of you, this is the coin tree, as we always show. How's it going, John? It's Sunday. Oh, it's actually going good. You know, I did a lot of... It's. You, I'm sure you get those days, too, right, where you just... Dive deep into into the crypto crypto sphere space down the rabbit hole. That's what I did last night, and it, it always excites me that you know this is my passion, dude. I love this. So, just finding a, uh, finding something new and just diving deep into it, it's exciting to me. Yeah. So that's what I did over the week, and that's that's me geeking out, man. Cool. So, All right, yeah. let's get to the news. You want to take us with this week in crypto? Sure. Twitter. This week in crypto, Twitter. Sam Bankman Fried emailed witnesses and brought. Come rocket token and bot come rocket tokens. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. The steady recovery of market leaders Bitcoin and Ethereum was outdone by several surging altcoins this week, including Polygon, Render, and Shiba Inu. The fifth week of the year was the fourth week of 2023 growth for crypto markets. Public interest in the catechism unraveling of FTX continues unabated this week. On Monday, crypto news account at Tier 10K shared an email sent by disgraced former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried to a witness in the ongoing case against him for several financial crimes, an email in which he suggested to witness one that they quote-unquote use each other. <laughs> and here is that tweet. Just doing crimes in public. <laughs> Yikes. In a similarity of what? Of Obsequious. Obsequious. I'm pretty sure that's right. Obsequious. Okay, I'll ask Google. tone. SPF also tried to link up with the new FTX CEO, bankruptcy lawyer John J. Ray III. Why? Why? Dude, what are you doing, man? Also, Monday, blockchain attorney Lisa Rubin tweeted some important but overlooked news about the mini bills relating to crypto that were considered in late last year's Congress. And here's that tweet from Lisa. Any crypto introduced in 2022? Now wiped clean. The new Congress took office January 2023. This means for any crypto bills discussed last year to be considered, they will have to be reintroduced to the 118th Congress. Wow. All that work just to be just down the drain. Oh darn. Start over again. On Tuesday, avid crypto fan Thomas Brazil Brazil shared a graph from the examiner's report into bankrupt crypto lender Celsius. It's more ammunition for crypto skeptics who say the space is covered in Ponzi schemes. I agree. Yep. Here's that tweet from Thomas. Hashtag Celsius. Wow. Using the examiner's report and excluding sell tokens. It seems Celsius was insolvent as far back as early 2021. I think they were insolvent the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Twitter well. user at my dog Kopi, a declared fan of cryptocurrency Avalanche and Phantom, on Tuesday announced an unfortunate rug pull from a so-called social token and NFT platform named Rally. Project's website is down, and the last activities from the official Twitter account were a like and a retweet back in September. Mm-hmm. That's 
same day, Coinbase director Connor Grogan shared an incriminating list of purchases made by Sam Bankman Freed again. Come on, dude. And his can't stop, can't, can't stop crying, can he? <laughs> Seriously. And his former crypto hedge fund, Alameda Research. Last Sunday, Grogan even accused the FTX clique click, 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 of contributing yeah. to the bank run that collapsed Celsius by depaying Lido staked Ethereum. Earned. Oops. An account dedicated to Polygon News called at NARB Trading tweeted some bullish start stats. More individuals NFTs were sold on Polygon than Ethereum via leading marketplace OpenSea for the second consecutive month in January, according to Analytics by Dune. Which doesn't surprise me. Obviously, it's a lot more affordable with transaction fees to do it on Polygon in comparison to Ethereum. Makes sense. Yep. On Wednesday, a Twitter account devoted to, quote, making sense of DAOs, which goes <laughs> by the handle at deepdao.io, shared a table highlighting the pronounced growth in DAO treasury funds over January. Okay. Now, oh, making sense. Here, making sense point. of DAOs. This is what their older DAOs are, and this is what they're making sense of it. <clears throat> well, I guess. Uniswap is a DAO. It's worth $2.7 British. Thespian Anthony Hopkins continues his journey into the NFT space with a piano composition that has been in the works for a while. Now, can we play this or? No, I can't play it. Oh man, that's horrible. Well, for the viewers and the listeners out there, you gotta check this out, man. Go to Anthony Hopkins' uh, Twitter. Listen to this. Well, we also have this LinkedIn. We have this link that you can click on in the description below that will take you to the article that we're reading from, which will, of course, take you to this tweet. That's another way. If you can't find oh, it on his sure. Twitter feed. That's even that's even easier. Thank you. MasterCard's former NFT product lead, Sethvik Sethi, announced his resignation on Thursday in a multi-tweet thread. He also included harrowing allegations of workplace bullying and exploitation in the company. And okay. here's his tweet. I have resigned from MasterCard. For the past year, I served as the NFT product lead. I evangelized Web3 for MasterCard leadership and regional teams, as well as for all Fortune 500 clients and partners. This wasn't easy, but read on for why it was necessary and what's next. And he has this long thread. And <laughs> Cryptonauts, we are done with This Week in Crypto Twitter. Yep. This Week in Coins, also by Decrypt. Bitcoin barely budges, no alliteration intended, but Render and Sheeb surge. There's a good reason for each of these. After briefly dipping last week, Bitcoin and Ethereum continued their steady 2023 growth with modest gains this week. All the while, however, several other leading cryptocurrencies posted sizable rallies, not including Rally. Rally's bad. Do not buy. Bitcoin added just over 1% to its value over the last seven days, currently trading slightly above 23000 Actually, right now, slightly less than 23000 As you can see to your left, <laughs> Bitcoin, there it is, down 2%. Anyways, this article was written this morning. Bitcoin mining difficulty hit a new all-time high, which is not good because that means everyone gets less. This week, as miners continue to deploy more hardware to mine the largest cryptocurrency by market cap. Despite the sector being hit by mounting energy prices and a recent spate of bankruptcies, 
The price of, st of stock for Bitcoin exposed cloud software company MicroStrategy, which we will talk about later. Actually, did we? No, we didn't. We didn't include that article. Never mind. Um, has risen nearly 100% since the start of 2023 and rallied 12% over the last five days of this week. MicroStrategy chairman Michael Saylor is a huge Bitcoin bill, probably the biggest, and has filled the company war chest with 132,500 Bitcoin worth slightly over $3 billion today. Ethereum rose 5% and currently trades at about 1680. It's not true, but eh, it's close. According to data from CoinGecko, the network on Wednesday tested the withdrawal feature of its much-anticipated upcoming Shanghai update, which will finally enable validators to withdraw their earnings. Validators currently have to stake 32 ETH, roughly $50,000 worth, to validate transactions and earn rewards. It's not bad. 55% on 54000 both market leaders briefly dipped on Monday in anticipation of another round of interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve. Last year, the U.S. Central Bank, not a CBDC yet, hiked interest rates by 75 basis points, 0.75%, the steepest hikes since 1995, four times in total before rounding off the year with another 50 basis points hike. Crypto prices swiftly rebounded on news of the Latest hike announced on Wednesday, which was only 25 basis points. Matic token on Ethereum scaling network Polygon rose almost 10% over the week to trade at about a buck 25. On the time at the time of this writing, that's one dollar and 27 cents. More individual NFTs were sold on Polygon than Ethereum via the leading marketplace OpenSea for the second consecutive month in January, according to Analytics by Dune amid a growing push for brands and Web3 gaming on the platform. This is good. It's much cheaper to trade on Polygon. Say again? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Other notable rallies among the top 30 cryptocurrencies by market capitalization include Ethereum Classic, which blew up about 10% to $25. Cosmos, Adam, rallied 9% to just under $15. Litecoin rose 12% to just under $100. And the popular Ethereum-based meme token Shiba Inu surged almost 30% to 0.00001513 as of time of this writing. <laughs> uh, such a silly thing to say. Render, RNDR, the token behind the blockchain-based distribution rendering solution Render Network, skyrocketed an eye-watering 95% this week after a new foundation was formed and DAO voters passed a new tokenomics, tokenomics model. My bad. Meanwhile, Leo token holders took heavy losses over 11% this week. The official utility token of the crypto exchange Bitfinex currently trades at 341 Finally, on the political side of things, not that anybody cares, the UK Treasury on Wednesday outlined a regulatory regime for crypto business in Britain. The proposal says that the companies wishing to set up shop in the UK will need to obtain authorization from regulators. Yeah, so that's, that's a thing. The Treasury also acknowledged a need to accommodate crypto's unique features. So that is yeah. all we have. What are you going to say, John? Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it, it's part of regulation. Sounds like they're just trying to do everything by the book. That's that's not a bad idea, man. If you have it's a big, very, uh, Bitcoin ATM, and very, there's going to be regulations on that, right? Stiff upper Here lip. Stiff upper lip. Mm, very, very prim and proper because that's what British people... I'm just joking. It's a meme. 
Anyways, continuing on with news, which I thought was really fascinating here. Yes, I did too, man. Bitcoin, will it run Doom? Kind of. <laughs> Bitcoin enthusiasts are uploading content to the blockchain as inscriptions akin to NFTs, including a playable clone of classic shooter Doom. Yeah. This is really slick. I, I'm really fascinated by the the, uh, the fact that they're trying to run uh, Doom on blockchain. So does it run? Yeah, it kind of runs. Not really. But I mean, I think the, the biggest distinction, and this is kind of important that the article makes, is every inscription on Bitcoin through the Ordinals project is labeled a digital artifact because it is complete and decentralized in and of itself. It is immutable, as they say, unlike NFTs, or rather most NFTs, whose metadata can be modified and even deleted by the creator. So they're trying to go with this everything and on the deleted. blockchain. Pardon? You said and deleted? Yeah. This is something that, all right, not all NFTs, right? I guess not Raven, right, well, but... No, no, no. Well, I mean, in regards to this, in, in regards to the ordinals. No, no, no. They're saying it can't be. It's unique. As in, it's oh, definitively oh, yeah. on the blockchain. It will always be on yeah. the blockchain. It will never be removed from the blockchain. If you do it on the blockchain, it stays there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> As they say, what, what what's, read, what's done on the blockchain stays on blockchain? Yes. What I read a little bit uh, into the ordinals project, I guess they've been trying to do this since 2012. That's that's a while ago. Well, Ten years, um, yeah. And I, I think uh, um, uh, there was a proposal there to... to to bring uh, proof of stake to Bitcoin, obviously that did not happen. Nope. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Probably not. Uh, but that was it's a way to, to to unwrap ordinals. Uh, but it looks like the way they did it was through Taproot, and right. that's pretty cool. And I guess from what I can understand, how it works. Can I just go into that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. From what I understand, just correct me if I if this doesn't sound right. It sounds like every Satoshi, which technically has its own UTXO, its unspent transaction, which yep. means that every Satoshi is in itself a unique asset there's no one satoshi like the other right Why? you're talking about every each individual satoshi, satoshi is, is unique yes wow. every single uh, uh, satoshi is unique so there's no uh, other satoshi like the other and everyone has every single one of those have a utxo so that's how the ordinals project can actually connect or chain a uh, images music digital artifacts that's the, the the term they're using digital artifacts to 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 each satoshi hmm. does that make sense i just kind of briefly read through it through the ordinals i mean you, you know it better than i do I, I don't know the ordinals projects very well yet but okay well that sounds about right I think yeah i'm gonna go with that all right uh let's see uh every inscription of bitcoin through ordinals is labeled as digital artifacts because it completes decentralized and it's that's what's cool it's obviously decentralized and it's on bitcoins forever immutable yeah. yeah, exactly. This is what you were talking about pre-show was the uh, putting all your, your images on, on blockchain because you know, it's stored forever. But, I mean... You know what's interesting? That be, way before this, there was this thing where uh, people used to burn... Uh, I, I say burn. Uh, burn uh, metadata, mm-hmm. hid, like hidden artifacts yep. um, in, in the blockchain itself. Yep. And, and one I will never forget... Uh, I forget which actual block it is, but it's uh, Nelson Mandela image burned right into the blockchain. You remember when, uh, I can't think of his name, uh, Wolf, the guy that was messing with the Dynamo blockchain. Every single time he, his um, miner mined a block that he won, he attached one of his furry porn images to, to the blockchain. 
Okay. So there's lots of furry porn stuck into uh, Dynamo's early blockchain because when he was mining it, he was doing that. So yeah, there's plenty of porn on Bitcoin. That's not it's not the only thing. So yeah. Um, so when it comes to the, you know, like I was saying in the early days, people were burning stuff into the blockchain. Yeah. Honestly, I did not think we were ever, ever going to be able to do that again because obviously the transaction fees and, and just people uh, uh, processing that through the blockchain is going to be uh, very very expensive. But somehow, and I still got to read more into the Ordinals, somehow the Ordinals project was able to do that and tethered to not just the, the blockchain itself, but to each individual Satoshi. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I want to look more into this. There's another rabbit hole I'm going to go down. <laughs> okay, so moving on to another Bitcoin factor from uh, Kathy Wood. Bitcoin is the ultimate insurance policy, Kathy Wood says. With only your seed phrase... She says, you'll be able to cross the border and reclaim your wealth, which is kind of the, the end game here. Um, let, let's just talk uh, briefly about John's experience with his early days of Bitcoin. And we're not going to say how much went missing, but we're just going to say that I had a similar problem myself, not with Bitcoin. In the early days, for Litecoin for me, um, I discarded a uh, computer. Well, I didn't discard the computer. I discarded... Uh, the drive, which I should not have done, but that's because I didn't understand how blockchain worked at the time. But per Kathy Wood's <laughs> point, as long as you have your, in this case, seed phrase, or in, in other cases, private key, uh, it's private claim, private key, you can get back onto the blockchain and recover your coins. And this is the thing that's facing, um, what's his name? What's the guy that claims that he's uh, Satoshi? Um, uh, um, Dr. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Anyways, uh, um, he, if he Craig, didn't, Craig Wright. yeah, Craig Wright. If he actually did have the keys, he'd just go and get them. He'd just go and get the one million dollar or one million worth of of uh, Bitcoin that was sitting there. He doesn't have the keys. That's the reason he will never have it. But the point is that uh, she's making it in this particular article is that all you got to do is remember your keys, yep. and you can take your coin anywhere without even having to have your wallet. You don't even have to have it set up somewhere. You can just remember your keys and get it anywhere. Well. That, that's that's what I want to elaborate on. It's not keeping your key. Like for for example, when when my when my laptop fried and I just chucked the whole thing, you know, my idea, my what was in my head was that my bitcoins were on my drive. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand private keys at that time. Mm -hmm. Now private keys give me access to those coins yep. in the blockchain. The ability to manipulate and send them, right? Yeah. It's not like um, I can take them with me anywhere. It's those keys give me access to those coins within the blockchain. Yep. yep. So, and you can do with them, whether you're manipulating the, the coins themselves or, or selling them or, you know, the point is you have, it, as any key would, give you the access to whatever's in the safe, assuming there is something in there. So, Kathy Wood's point and, here is that you can, as long as you remember this, you don't even have to have a wallet set up anywhere. I mean, one of the things people do is the paper wallet, right? Where they write everything down. It's called cold storage. Write everything down, keep it on a piece of paper somewhere, and then it's all offline and, and no one can access it and manipulate it. That's fine. You lose that piece of paper or you don't remember those, that, that seed phrase and you're never getting Some it again. <laughs> Some years ago, I think it was like, it had been like more than 10 years ago. This uh, this young man actually tattooed his QR code um, on 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 himself. Oh, yeah. So 
he has access to the private keys. Obviously, I'm sure they're they're nice and secured. Hopefully, I, I'm pretty sure they are. I don't think he's that dumb. But uh, you can he, instead of having his phone or whatever, he, he literally scan his body <laughs> and, and you can send him Bitcoin. Yeah, that was that's pretty cool. It's kind of silly, but I guess I guess yeah. I can see the reasoning there. And I, it's a way of keeping track of the stuff. It's it's like fingerprints, right? If you could if you could tie your fingerprint to the blockchain, then you wouldn't need to remember a seed. And I'm sure if someone hasn't done that yet, they're probably thinking, hey, that's a brilliant idea. I should do that. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Kathy Woods is doing good overall. I mean, every, it seems like every time we, we, we have an article on her, she's just doing great. I mean, even, even her company, you know, uh, Ark Innovations is doing great. You know, they're, 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 um, it looks like they are, they closed this month at the $39. Well, almost $40. Dollars. Yep. Yeah, $40. Yeah, so and I, it's up. But but part of the reason that that her her thing is it's not just the fact that you can take the coins with you anywhere as long as you remember the seed key, is that unlike every other uh, fiat in the world, including some uh, proof of stake, you know we can't just make more. There's only 21 million Bitcoin. Period. In fact, there aren't even 21 million yet because they haven't all been mined, and they won't be mined until sometime after 2050. But uh, they're, that's assuming we continue to mine, which we may do at this point. It seems like it's going to continue in the next 25 years. But what I guess I'm saying is that there is only 21 million coins, and that's the reason the, the value of Bitcoin keeps going up is because there's only so much of it. <laughs> so I, 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 the thing that I wonder is if the value of Bitcoin, just a single Bitcoin, goes to something north of half, of half a million U.S. dollars, if people will start splitting satoshis. Well, that's that's the thing is that you technically can't do that. You probably can do it with like a smart contract. Yeah, I possibly. Guess, like, 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 like maybe you're sending it over to Ethereum, and, and tethering it and locking it up through there, and then and then quote unquote subdividing it. But the satoshi itself can't actually be divided anymore. Yeah, what is it? Is it ten million or is it a, a hundred? It's, it's a hundred million. Hundred million is the size of a satoshi. So, if a bitcoin, sorry, bitcoin, but bitcoin is a hundred hundred million satoshis. One bitcoin is. So at half or at five hundred thousand dollars per bitcoin, one satoshi would be worth half a penny. Um, which is still, I mean, you probably don't need to split that at that point. But I'm just saying, it's like if it ever went to some ridiculously high value. And people would be like, I can't even afford to buy a Satoshi. Satoshis are so expensive. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, there would have to be, like like you said, maybe like a smart contract to... Uh, but the Satoshi itself, like I was talking about earlier with Ordinals, uh, it's, it's, it has its own UTXO. So you'll never be able to actually divide that particular... Uh, right, Why, you, but you're right. With a smart contract, it might be, be doable. Anyways, um, let's move on to yeah. What's happening to helium? <laughs> what's going on? Is anyone even using helium? Nova Labs' new IoT push may provide answers. Yeah. Hmm. What is going on? So this here thing, now? this 1663 uh, integration, yeah. is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's at least go over some of the history if people don't already know. Imagine people listening to our show probably know about he about helium. Helium started what uh, two years ago, roughly. Yeah, yeah, I would say about two years ago. Yeah. And it blew up kind of at the end of uh, 2021. Is when everybody started was, getting into it. And people got to know that, that that this was during the time of uh, IT, uh, IOTs. Everything's IOT. 
We're going yeah. IoT. Everything still yeah. is IoT. It's very much IoT. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so regardless of the fact that Helium is an IoT low, um, what's it, lo-fi, uh, lo- well, long-ranged, low-bandwidth um, interface for, for IoT things. In fact, they used to be on Lime scooters. That was actually how you could get uh, data from Lime scooters or to and from it. So, but Helium's uh, started about you know, like two years ago and it blew up about a year ago. It was November of 2021. And everybody started buying these things and there's well over a million Helium miners throughout the world. Now, what's the problem? Why is it the Helium, you know, what what's the deal and why isn't everybody using it anymore? It's, well, it's because uh, for some reason, it turned into a, not a real rug pull, but a minor rug pull where the mm-hmm. builders kind of get in there like, yeah, well, we made our money. See you see, see guys, we're leaving. Yeah. And they kind of abandon the project. <laughs> it just makes it feel like they didn't really care much about it in the first place. Now, of course, Helium's co-founder, Amir Halim, is still in here and still doing this and still pushing to make Helium a thing. And he's pushing for other other things within the project. Like the one big thing, and I think our, our co our co-partner Mike actually participated with this um, is uh, the 5G system mm-hmm. and the 5G seems to be taking off because it's going to be it's going to be mixed with, I think with T-Mobile and um, yeah and Solana yeah well Solana is what they're moving the coin to they're moving it uh, to sit on Solana's blockchain but what I'm saying is that they're using T-Mobile as a backbone for mm-hmm. Uh, the Helium 5G network. Now, it's not going to officially be 5G. It's going to be 4G as far as I know. But it's the point is that it's going to be, you know, based off of itself instead of based off of something other than T-Mobile. Or it's not, it's, they're using T-Mobile as a backbone, but they can still use other data other ways. And so it's, it's not based off of just a company. It's based off of the chain, right? People can use this IoT uh network helium network without having to worry about oh it's a company that just hasn't put its infrastructure out there no its infrastructure is based on all the individual users of it not some one company so it's like verizon and t-mobile and and at&t might complain oh we don't have coverage in that area Ah, it doesn't matter it's the individuals that cover that area and i think as of right now there's a gargantuan number, I don't remember what the article told me exactly, but gargantuan number of people who have, I think it's like 2,800, um, oh, 8,300. There's 8,300 5G net hotspots already deployed. I mean, that's not nearly as many as a million, but that's still quite a few for a project that only existed barely a year ago, a year and a half ago. And it's like, how long would it have taken a single company like T-Mobile to deploy all those antennas? A lot longer. <laughs> and they'd spend billions of dollars doing it, where this is being deployed by individuals who want to earn the token of using um, the uh, Helium network. So it's kind of a brilliant a brilliant idea, ultimately, and it's, I'm really looking forward to seeing how well it performs versus T-Mobile or AT&T or Verizon, because one of the... Th- I don't remember the exact amount of money, but it was a, a massive amount of money given to... Um, AT&T, you know, 40 years ago by the gov- federal government to spread internet to the masses in rural areas. And did AT&T do it? No. <laughs> they just spent the money on themselves. So this is incentivizing individual people to make the network more available. And I, I think it's brilliant. So, 
but it yeah. is are people using helium yeah people are using helium are they using it as much as they wish they were mm-hmm. not really yet yet that's the thing you know with the whole 5g thing i'm sure people will jump on board with that yeah it is pretty expensive to get started i think it's 2500 dollars to get started with that as opposed to the $500 it costs to get started with Helium's IoT network. So, anyways, last article. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm curious. I was trying to find an article here while you were speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that Helium, like, remember when the original developers pretty much jetted with their with their funds? Um, they Helium got bought out by another company. Was that Nova Labs? Yeah, Nova and Labs. I went to Nova Labs' website, and Nova mm-hmm. Labs says that they're the creator of Helium, but... It doesn't make sense. They know that another company came in. I forgot what it was, though. I don't know. Honestly, okay. not not. I'm yes. Am I'm a miner? Do I did I make my money back? No. Huge loss. Huge comparative loss. I think I've made ten percent back of the price I paid for my original. Oh, um, ouch. You probably make more money selling it than right. I'm just holding on to it. Mm. It's one of the things. One of the things I've learned about coin is, it's a long game. If you're getting into, if you think you're going to get a return in less than three months, that's a pie in the sky. If you do do get it, um, great. It's it's a what was it the there's a angel investor motto which is if you buy ten buy into ten programs or ten companies, two to three of them will utterly fail and probably cost you an arm and a leg. Five of them will make you your money back and you'll break even. And on two, one to two of those projects will make 10 to 50 times what you invested in them. And that's those one to two projects that you're concentrating on as your cash cow. And those people who invested in things like Uber or Google or Facebook early on as those one to two projects that really made them a lot of money are living high like Mark Cuban did. So... And uh, this is Kevin Rose is another early investor in, in things that made him a multimillionaire or billionaire. Um, I don't think Kevin Rose is a billionaire, but Mark Cuban obviously is. So uh, one in ten, maybe two in ten projects will actually come of come and make you the money that you're looking for with the other nine that didn't succeed <laughs> or that did succeed but didn't become massive investments. So. No one really knows. All right. Last news. Something special is coming up in two days on February 7th. Oh, pleaser auctioning couch from original Doge meme. Yes. There is technically an original image of yep. Doge. Yep. And that the original. is it. You can see on screen. That's the original image. Yep. And what's going on? What the is going on star? here? <laughs> They're going to have a people. A, a pleaser house is going to be hosting a 24-hour NFT auction and will be giving away the ownership of the couch from the original Doge meme. But why? Why are they doing this? They're doing it because they're going to be doing a fundraiser. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yep, that's right. Fundraiser. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, what was it for, though? It was for, it was for uh, Kabusa or the, the original Doge. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Kabusa, ka, uh, 17 year old Kabusa got sick in January 2023. And the group and others band together to help Kabusa uh, uh, with medical bills. Yep. So, so, yeah, that's actually a really humble thing to do. Yeah. So if you guys are interested, you guys want to help, there it is. I think I really I really like this. 
I didn't know this before, but maybe it's just been around and I hadn't seen it, was that the they have re, uh, re, that, recreated or re-changed the uh, Doge meaning to do only good every day. <laughs> yes, Doge. That's awesome. That's an awesome acronym. I love it. And I actually, I think that's true just for the Dogecoin community. It's always been like that since it's con uh, con uh, genesis uh, of yeah. Dogecoin. It's just pretty much that's. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Have it, has it has it ever been like bad people in Doge in the Doge community from the beginning to now? I mean, there I think it's there probably awesome. were some bad people, but I mean, the the intent was never ill. I mean, I we know I that the creator Palmer, what's his name, uh, uh, he wasn't really into it because he felt like he didn't want to have as much influence on the on the coin. So he got out pretty early, but uh, yeah, because his his idea was uh, he just wanted to make a meme coin out of right. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just wanted to make a meme out of it. Yeah. And, and he did. It. And we have other meme coins because of him starting meme coins. And you, isn't that crazy, man? I mean, I own a million cats. <laughs> Come rocket. <laughs> what about all right. ass, ass pennies, right? No. <laughs> pennies. All Anyways, right. that's all we got for today. Yeah. So check out our, our coin tree. You can donate to us if you like. We appreciate it. Uh, you can also check out our website, Discord, YouTube, Twitter, Odyssey, which is back online. Yay, Odyssey is back. Um, yeah. Twitch, Spotify, PayPal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, uh, we are doing <laughs> – our first interview kind of fell through. But uh, we have more oh, interviews yeah. coming up every single – was it every Thursday, right, or is it every Tuesday? It's, yeah, the, the rest of them are going to be on Thursday. Every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, you guys can check out a new live. We will be doing it live. It will be – on Twitch, you can check, check, check it out live, see it live. Of course, you can always hear it later if you miss the live stream, if you can't hear it because it's a different time for you. So we thank you for watching. We thank you for listening. We also thank, if you could thank us, even with just a thumbs up, bare minimum. Of course, comments, comments also help too. We appreciate that. So as we say at the end of our show, stack sats and hodl. And hodl. Adios. Adios.